Hey everyone, my name is Hugh Meyer. Welcome back to another episode of Money Talks. Hope you're doing well. Super excited to have you with us here today. Just to remind everybody, Money Talks was established to connect elite entrepreneurs, business experts, and thought leaders to small business owners and talk about how they are thinking creatively during these disruptive times. And like I said, I'm super excited today to have a tremendous resource to me and my business. And I know a tremendous, tremendous resource to many others, Mary Beth Kuzmeski. Mary Beth, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? I uh, really appreciate you uh, coming on with us today. Thank you for being here. Could you tell uh, the viewers a little bit about uh, yourself and your background? Yeah. So my firm is called Red Zone Marketing. And yes, it's a takeoff on football, but I was raised by a grandmother that loved football. And so in the spirit of my grandmother, I called my firm Red Zone Marketing. And in, if you know football, red zone is the final 20 yards before you score. Well, there's the same position in business. And that position is, hey, I don't want to wait for a slow burn of getting clients in a couple of years from now. I want to do something today that's going to make a difference. And so we don't get involved in direct mail or things that are going to take a very long time. We do things that really help financial advisors become better today at using their value proposition and getting the word out about them and getting their clients to talk about them and getting more business. And that's the whole name of the game. So we do marketing primarily in the financial services business. Yeah, it's great. I, I have been a huge fan of your work for... Uh, several years, uh, you know, Red Group, the Bread, the Connectors. You've uh, Mary Beth has written seven books, I believe. Um, the Connect, I've read the Connectors. Uh, you know, tremendous help to me. Your posts on LinkedIn. Um, you know, I know, like I said, I'm sure I speak for many others around the country. You are uh, a huge resource to to this business. So thank you for that. You are, you are welcome. And you know, I, I, I want to be a resource. So we give so much stuff away for free, but not everyone's going to hire me. And I care about this industry and I care about advisors and their success. And I think a lot of advisors who are really exceptional at being financial advisors are not necessarily having the clients that they deserve. Like they're, they're not maybe great marketers. And so right. I just love to give the ideas out and tell people what's working in the industry. Yeah, uh, I you, you definitely do that. That's why I was so excited to uh, have you on today because, you know, like I said, you're hugely beneficial to what I do. I mean, literally every day. Um, so thank you. So, you know, as I've talked to with all my other, my podcast guests, you know, obviously this year has been crazy to uh, lack of a better word. Um, you know, COVID came in mid-March. You know, this has affected Anyone who's in who owns a small business in business has affected us in a myriad of ways. How has it affected kind of how you know Red Zone marketing and you know starting you know several months ago up until now? Well, it it changed a lot because uh, number one, I speak publicly almost every right. single week. Well, all those meetings got canceled. So I've been getting used to doing Zoom meetings and other kinds of, you know, presenting to lots of people via this. But the other big thing that changed uh, is, you know, the only thing that I talk about in my marketing is what's actually working. And what's working today is not what was working before because we had a lot of advisors doing live events and meetings that are just not happening anymore. And so we had to really figure out and we've done lots of surveys, getting ready to do another one soon, that 
asks advisors, hey, what are you doing? Are you back in the office? Are you meeting with clients? What, what kind of marketing are you doing? What's working? And then we do further research to find out, okay, so if you say you're doing virtual events, what kind of virtual events are you doing? What's really working? Are you actually getting new clients? Or are you just having these fun events? And so we, you know, I had to change everything that I was talking about, everything that I was blogging about, because the things that worked before are different than what has worked today. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, like I said, you huge resource to me. I mean, I, you know, the genesis of this podcast was, you know, I felt like we needed to be a resource to small business owners, but a lot of the things that you were talking about uh, and presented on through your webinars kind of sparked that for me. Um, and I, you know, I have done some of these events that you're speaking of and I've preached doing them with my business partners because they worked and I, you know, I did a live event that you suggested through one of your webinars and it was, it was great and it was very timely and it was really appreciated um, by the clients. So, you know, thank you for that. Yeah. I mean, the, the presentation that I deliver almost every week now is called marketing in the age of social distancing. Well, that's, I didn't deliver that presentation before, but um yeah, it just, you know, it just talks about, hey, there's a lot of things that change. And by the way, for small businesses, I don't think that things have changed uh, for the short term. I think that they have changed in a lot of respects for the long term. People are used to doing different things. Uh, you know, it used to be like in large states with lots of traffic, California, Atlanta, Chicago, New York. People didn't want to travel to go right. to events and they wouldn't travel maybe even to go see their financial advisor or go to a business because it was just a real hassle. And now people have realized, hey, I don't have to do that. I don't have to go in there. And the, and the business owners and the financial advisors are recognizing they don't have to do that either. And so there's a lot more time efficiency, I think, that probably won't change. Agreed. So, I mean, on, on, to that, on to that note, you know, you've done an a, incredible job of leveraging and harnessing social media. I think years before, you know, most people really figured out how, how do I use it? How do I make it work for my business? Can you talk a little bit about how you've, how you've done that? Yeah, well, a couple of things, you know, we work mostly with financial advisors. Financial advisors have been uh, a little bit restricted in how they right. could use social media. We're a marketing firm. We've not been restricted at all. So we can do what we want. But, you know, really the premise is if you've got good ideas and you've got, uh, you know, valuable things to say, interesting things to say, hopefully interesting things to say, when you put it out there in social media, you see whether it's interesting or not. If somebody clicks on it, if they share it. Um, and so we try to put really interesting information out there. Number one, it keeps us in the light of, hey, that's a marketing firm that maybe we could use someday. So it keeps us exposed uh, to our target market. But on the other side, it also is just a great way of putting ideas out there and seeing what is really working. And, you know, there's the thought that you just put stuff out there, uh, but we really work hard to try to put things out that are interesting. And again, I know, you know, sometimes financial advisors will put out what their firm has approved and it may not be that interesting, right. but they're putting something out there. I don't think that that's necessarily a, a good way to go about social media. It's a good way to use social media, but maybe not effectively. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I've, I've been on both sides of that, uh, working for um, a an institution for many years that into your description of being somewhat restrictive versus now 
working in, in a private RIA setting, which is not as restrictive and, and allows me to be here doing this today, which, you know, which is what we want to do is be a resource to clients and not necessarily, you know, always clients, but anyone who needs access to resources. So yeah. thank you for that. I was, I read something really interesting that you, you, you talk about, um, is that this concept of kind of engaging in self-promotion, um, which, you know, not everyone, you know, they feel they hear that. They're like, Oh, I don't want to do that. But talk a little bit about your thoughts on that. Yeah. Well, I've been through the same thing. I mean, I, I run a marketing firm. You'd think that I was really comfortable with doing lots of self-promotion and I have not been. And if you look at my website, you go, Oh, she has no problem self-promoting, but I've had to have other people come in and help me do those things because I was very resistant to do it because it just seems like being self-promotional isn't the right thing to do. But I met with, I don't know if you've, uh, if you've ever heard of Jeffrey Gittimer. So Jeffrey Gittimer has written a ton of books on sales and uh, marketing. And I went to his, um, to his office for a day and he walked me through what I should be doing. And he's very forceful. He doesn't, he's not, he's not someone who says, well, I think you should do this. He says, you need to do this. And one of the things was my football business card. And I said, I'm not doing a football business card. He said, your name of your company is Red Zone Marketing. You need to have a football card as a business card. And so it's things like that where I had to take advice from other people because I was not ready to just go out there and tell people how great I was because I just think that is not a great way of doing it. Um, but he helped me kind of figure out how I would use the strengths that we have as a firm and get the word out about the work that we're doing, about the benefits that we're providing, right. as opposed to just being purely, you know, just purely promotional which people can see purely promotional and they go, mm, I don't like that. Uh, but it, it's, it's about promoting the benefits and promoting the things and exposing the things that people actually need. And if you don't do it, no one else is going to do it. And so that's what I learned from Jeffrey Gittimer, um, mincing no words at all, uh, told me that I need to do some things. And I, I, I fouled what he was saying. And it was really uncomfortable in the beginning, really uncomfortable, but it has been worth it. And that was probably maybe 10 years ago that I met with him, maybe, maybe more than that, maybe 15 years ago. That's a great story because, you know, I'm sure people, they, you know, obviously they know the people that know of you, you know, you're obviously established. You do, you do great work. You have a unique value proposition, but you know, you, you, you know, got advice from another party, which kind of really set everything in motion. So we're all, we all need to have that partner to kind of help us push forward, no matter where, I guess, where we are. Yeah. And we, I mean, I've always hired people to do the things that we do for others. So I hired someone to put our website together. Could we have done it? Yes, but it would have been back burner forever. So I hired a firm to do our website. Um, I, you know, I, I go into a video studio. I also have a studio in my house, but if I'm recording a bunch of videos, I, I have for years gone into a video studio because they can help me and say, hey, listen, you need to say that a little bit slower. You need to do this. And we all need coaches. I've had a speaking coach since I started in this business and I see him every single year and I will continue to do that. So it's never that, you know, you're really good at something. It's, can I get any better? Because I think I can. <laughs> That's, yeah, I, I agree. And I may take you up on the speaking coach. <laughs> as as I'm, uh, I've only been doing this for a couple of months, you learn, you learn quite a bit about, you know, the camera, the lighting, the mic, 
the background the background so yeah you're right i mean we all whatever we're working on there's always some area we can improve upon for sure yes um you were just talking a little about this how do you um how do you manage i mean you you're kind of you juggle a lot of balls in the air between you know doing your you have your marketing business your blog you're writing a blog books you've had you've you, at some point in time you'll have appearances again and you see that you do this really uh, you do this really efficiently how do you do all that so efficiently well i you know i don't know how efficient it is i mean i try to be efficient but it's by hiring people hiring good people to help so you know i've always had a scheduler who keeps track of everything in my life um and there is no doubt that I would be completely lost without that because she really keeps track of it. And she's been working with me for more than 15 years. Wow. Um, she is amazing. So, but having people like that, that can keep all the details in order. We've got um, uh, someone who does all of our social media posting. So it's all coming from my content and it's coming from my books and we're working on putting all of that together together. Uh, but they're actually going in and doing the daily postings and doing all that. It's not me going in there and doing the daily postings um, and sometimes more than once a day. Uh, and then, you, you know, it, you got to have people to help you. Otherwise, you know, you won't. And I also teach at a university. Right. Um, I teach at Oklahoma State University where I got my PhD. And it's one of the things that I love the most about what I do because I can help younger people. Uh, think about marketing and, you know, open their eyes to, to marketing and business. And I, I just absolutely love it. Uh, I'm only in Oklahoma a couple days a week. So I'm going back and forth. And yes, I'm actually flying now, um, which is crazy because I think maybe flying is safer than a lot of the things that we do these days. <laughs> so, but anyway, yeah, there's a lot of things going on, but I have a lot of help. For instance, at the university, I have eight teaching assistants. Yay. Wow. So they help <laughs> me with all the stuff. But um, you've, you've got to have people to help you. And I, and I think that sometimes pulling the trigger and hiring someone uh, to help you with things is, you know, I don't really have the money for that. I don't think I should do that. Uh, I've always done it even if I didn't think I had the money because I knew I could never move forward if I didn't have people helping me. Yeah. I mean, that, that's great advice. So are, are you actually, are you not, when you're going back to Oklahoma, are you teaching, are you teaching inside the class, inside the university or is it virtual? Yes. At Oklahoma state, we are teaching inside of the classroom, great. but um, it's a flipped class. So we have, so all the videos and the lectures are already online. Okay. And in class, we used to work in groups on live marketing cases. So now in class, we're really not doing that because they can't sit next to each other and they can't do that kind of work. So we've had to restructure the class for this time, but they still want me to be in the classroom. And so uh, on Mondays and Wednesdays, I'm in the classroom. And, but everything is also recorded on, on video. I mean, I spent all summer recording videos to put online, knowing wow. that we may be totally virtual, we may not be totally virtual, but it's a flip class. So they're seeing all their lectures outside of the classroom and then coming in the classroom to work on actual marketing. Okay. That's great. I mean, that's, it's really what you're doing is super invaluable and, and it's a great learning experience for, for kids at that age because it's some way they need to start getting an understanding of how they can use this and whatever they decide to do. Yeah. Um, so you're that, you know, obviously they're, they're lucky to have you do that. Oh, well, thank you. And my, my goal is to get lots of marketing majors. That's, <laughs> that's how I measure how's it going. Um, how many marketing majors are we getting? But you're right. Even the students that uh, decide not to be a marketing major, how to market yourself, how to use these strategies and tools, even if you don't go into marketing is, is really important. 
Yeah, agreed. I mean, again, you know, you, obviously you have a, a niche where you, you know, you're helping financial advisors, but all the things that you're talking about are applicable to all of us in, in, in really whatever industry we're in. You have to figure out how to, because at the end of the day, we're all trying to sell ourselves and our value proposition to, to hopefully an end customer or an end client, no matter what, what it is they're looking for. Great. I know we talked about this a little earlier, and, and this is one of my favorite subjects um, that you've obviously had a lot of focus on lately, as far as the idea of virtual you know, social media and marketing and doing events. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yes. Yeah, so what we've seen, you know, it used to be that financial advisors would do like a dinner seminar, and if you feed somebody some dinner, they they might come to the event, and if they come to the event, you might be compelling enough to get them to say they want to do business with you. Well, can't really do that anymore, but the whole concept of doing educational webinars is actually working. And one of the things that's really interesting, like if you do something on volatile markets, which a lot of investors are obviously worried about, if you do a, you know, a, a webinar on that particular topic, you'll get people to show up and you're not bribing them with the steak dinner, they're coming because they want the information. And we found that conversion rates are actually higher uh, because people are coming, they're more interested. The whole webinar thing lasts a little bit less than an entire dinner seminar kind of a thing. So that's one of the things that we've seen that's, that's really having a lot of success. And the other thing is doing client appreciation kind of events and having your clients invite friends. So doing a cooking class, where all the, you get all the ingredients and then you have the chef on Zoom and then you make it together. It's actually really fun. Um, I've done uh, bingo online. I didn't think that bingo would be a lot of fun doing online. I'm not a big bingo person. I probably played the last time when I was six years old, but it's a lot of fun. And I'm also really bad at bingo, which I didn't even know that was possible. But, um, but those kinds of events are easy for people to say to their neighbor, hey, do you want to come to this cooking class that I'm, you know, I'm doing online with my financial advisor, or do you want to come and do this wine tasting or whatever? They'll send you some wine and you can, you know, they'll explain the wines and the pairings and yeah, absolutely. So those and people are kind of, you know, they want to do stuff because we can't do the same things that we used to do. Right. And so those things have been really popular in good referral sources as well. Yep. I mean, I, I, I can support that. I mean, I've, I've, when I saw the presentation that you gave, I think it was, it was several months ago now, um, you know, I, I put it into action um, and, 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 did a, and did a virtual wine tasting. And it was very, you know, it was great just having that connection with the clients, you know, just to see that, you know, see them and do it in a really relaxed setting. And obviously at that time, everyone needed a glass of wine or more <laughs> considering it was, I think it was, it was April or May at the time. We were all still, um, you know, obviously dealing with, with a lot of uh, the issues with COVID-19. So yeah. um, thank you. You know, thank you for that. Uh, you know, I want to continue to do those events um, and I implore people they should, they should do them. I mean, um, whether for clients or prospects, they are, they're super invaluable right now and, and they're very appreciated. I got, and they're also not very expensive. Right. Right. And you know, like to your point, you know, now people, it's not a huge time consuming kind of event. Now it's, you know, consider you could be, you're probably going to be at your home relaxed. You know, you're not in a car, it's not late. And, um, you know, it's, 
something people I'm sure would, would love to do. Yeah. Well, and the other thing related to marketing today is that, you know, content marketing has been something that we talk about and we do all the time. But content marketing is where you're really building a funnel uh, and you're getting people that are interested to come into your funnel and then hopefully at some point decide that they want to do business with you. And so, you know, a great, a great way of doing that is via social media starting. You know, you post something that's interesting. Somebody clicks on it to read more. They go to your website. They see a free download on the five mistakes you don't ever want to make in a volatile market or something like that. And they click on it. Now you've got their email address. And you know that they're nervous about volatile markets. So you can send them more things that might be of interest to them based on what they've clicked on before. And boy, it, 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 you know, it's really, um, it's, a, it's an easy and very inexpensive way of getting people to come to you based on the things that you're already doing and the interest that they have. So, uh, you know, social media to your website, to the call to action, to future marketing, and then maybe a request to come to a webinar or something. And now you're just moving them down your funnel. And we've seen a lot of advisors start to do that. And, you know, business owners in general are starting to, to do these kinds of uh virtual things and, and digital marketing because they can't do the same kinds of other marketing that they used to do. Right. Agreed. I mean, I've, I've had business owners um, come on this podcast and it's, it's great to hear that, you know, they're kind of, they're putting into motion what you just discussed and they, they realize how, you know, important it is going forward that they needed to kind of adapt and really leverage social media and figure out, like you said, have that funnel and really focus on that and keep providing that value. And, you know, you'll not, you're not only going to sustain yourself, you're going to thrive and you're going to grow in this environment. I mean, I've had, like I said, I've had business owners on with me and, you know, it's, it's not all bad in the world. I mean, that's the one thing I like <laughs> try to impress upon people is that, and, and I'm bringing people on is, you know, where we always get, this influx of kind of negative news and small business. Yeah. And there, there is, there's a lot of things out there that still need a lot of work, but there's a lot of great stories that are happening beneath the surface that people don't hear about. And it's unfortunate. So um, thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. The other thing that we have found that advisors are doing and then business people in general are doing right now is updating their websites because now they know, Hey, wait a minute, this is my main marketing source. And so, uh, you know, a lot of times it's updating the entire website, but sometimes it's just updating the messaging. Am I speaking to the concerns that people have? When somebody gets to my website, have they realized they're at the right spot for them? And if we're going to do that, what are the words that we need to use? And so we've been doing just, we've been busier than ever doing websites uh, for advisors. And like I said, most of it is just the messaging and getting the messaging right in, in addition to the graphics and other things like that. But the messaging is, is something that uh, people are realizing. I think I might need to upgrade that. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to keep that in mind. Thank you for bringing, bringing that up. Uh, <laughs> something we've been working on uh, this year as well, but uh, thank you. Thank you for that. Um, can you talk a little bit about your thoughts? Uh, I, I think I saw this on your website, the, the concept of, you know, talking the talk before we walk the walk. Can you, I thought that was really, really cool. So, but can you talk a little bit about that? Well, I mean, walking the walk, talking the talk, it's about being consistent and it's about being authentic. And I think that that's part, going back to what you were talking about before, about being self-promotional. Um, you know, if, if I'm going to say that I'm going to do something as a marketing person, 
I better be doing it for myself. If I'm a financial advisor and I um, am telling you to invest in a whole bunch of things that I would never invest in, it seems like that that's not, um, it's not a good correlation between walking the walk and talking the talk. And I think what it really is, is being authentic. It's just, you're doing what you say you're going to do and you're doing it for your clients and you're doing it for yourself. And I think that um, there are thoughts that marketing is more about talking the talk and not walking the walk, but you have to do, you have to do both or these days with so much exposure, people figure that out. (laughs) They figure out, you know what, this person is not authentic. They're saying things that they're not doing for themselves. Right. And you're, you're definitely authentic. So thank you. Uh, thank you for that. <laughs> I, pre- I always appreciate um, everything you're, you know, you're putting out there. It's, it's, like I said, it's always on point, um, very specific. Uh, and, and, and I know, like I said, very helpful uh, and very resourceful. Um, is there any, uh, I guess, you know, cause everything I'm, we're kind of doing is really trying to help focus on helping small business owners and providing resources. That was the genesis of this podcast. What are some thoughts um, as kind of we conclude that you would have or piece of advice for small business owners or advisors going forward? Yeah, I mean, small business owners, depending on what they're selling, you've, you've just got to rely on online and digital and virtual. And if you feel like you are not quite there yet, and maybe no one ever feels like they're really there yet. But if you feel like you're really not quite there yet with your offerings online, with the things that you're putting out there in the world, uh, that now's the time to get better at that. Because there's, you know, depending on where you live, there may not be a lot of face-to-face traffic for a long time. And so we have to, we have to use this time to get really good at all of our digital marketing, our online presence, our online reputation, our social media presentations um, and our social media posts, because it, it really matters today before we had a lot of other options. Now we have less. Yeah. I mean that, thank you. That was, that was a great final piece of advice for our, our subscribers, our viewers. Mary Beth, thank you so much for being here today. Um, I know you're super busy. And you know, like I said, you've been a huge resource to me and my business for, for many years. And uh, I hope we can have you back on uh, in 2021. So thank you again for being here today. Well, thank you very much. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. And just to remind everyone, please, uh, you know, you can subscribe to our Money Talks YouTube channel, smash the like button. Uh, we'll be back with another episode next week. Uh, and I'm Hugh Meyer. Remember, this is Money Talks. Thanks again. Have a great day.